I yeah, am telling you, progress, not perfection. Every single time, the people that just take the action, imperfect action, all the time, end up making the most money and having the most success in this business because you don't overthink. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, Mr. Talk to People, and I've got an exciting podcast episode today. Imagine this. Imagine you were a full-time scientist, but you love real estate. Something about real estate just makes a lot of sense. Maybe it's that brilliant brain of yours, or maybe you're just like, you know what? I love doing science things all the time, but I'm going to hedge a little bit. I'm going to work on some other things that are exciting as well. And that is the story of my guest on this podcast, Jose Gloria from San Antonio, Texas. Jose, say hello to everybody. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am excited about this because you are full-time. You're working full-time. Full-time, yes. Not, not only that, but full-time, and so far this year, you've already closed $83,910. You were very specific on the <laughs> uh, I think that's that brilliant engineering uh, scientist mining years, but you're full-time and you're, you have a wholesaling business. I want to really just investigate exactly how you run this and how you keep harmony with your schedule to be able to do both these things. So when did you get into real estate? Um, I started learning about real estate 2019, late 2019. And then um, I started researching how to, to be more free, right? I was looking for the freedom, how to acquire properties. I was more interested in rentals so I can have a consistent cash flow and, and income. I love it. So what did you read first? What did you, where did you go first? So your first investigation into the beautiful world of real estate investing. So YouTube, I just I was put in YouTube real estate and rentals, and it came across to some videos about Maurice Invest. Uh, that person was talking about rentals. He kind of called me right and listened to some, and then at one of those videos, he got as uh, as a guest Tom Crow. Yep, your mentor, and that was exciting. I was like, okay, so no money. And, and you just have to talk to, to people different ways. At that time, it was more like a sending letters and things like that. Until you came to the picture. And that's what I was like. That's what I needed. I need to start calling people. I don't need to, to spend too much money. And deals happen. So I did YouTube University for a few weeks. I was like, my extra time, it was for YouTube learning what to do for wholesaling with zero money. After two weeks, I started doing the, the practice, going around, driving for dollars, calling people, skip tracing and calling people. And one month, I got my first deal for 7K. In your first month? First month. First and month. So it was, you literally just YouTube, got in your car, found an ugly house, got the property owner name and made $7,000. Yes. I sold it to a friend of mine from church. He's an investor. He has a lot of rentals. I showed it to him. He told me, yeah, let's do it. I, and the seller actually was an out-of-state owner. 
she was distressed. She wanted to sell the property. I was r running around my, it was close to my neighborhood actually. And I saw the door open. I talked to the person taking some pictures. He was a real estate agent. And she mentioned to me that the property was under contract. It failed for some reason. And she gave me the number of the lady. I called the lady. She didn't answer. She responded by text. So I did my first deal just by text. I never talked to the seller. Ever? We just put in the contract. Never, never. Just texting, send the contract. She signed it. I found a buyer and we closed. 7K. Oh my gosh. Isn't that incredible though? That was crazy. It was awesome. So what, what did you do? Did you send the contract like through her email, like an electronic signature? Right. I use a system similar to DocuSign, but it's DocHub. So I just send it. I use the free platform. They give you three cents per month for free. I use, use one of those. We got on the contract. I love it. Did, how did yeah. you know though? One of the hardest parts when we're getting started is understanding, is this a deal or not a deal? Did you take it to your friend at church and go, hey, listen, I know that you're an investor. What price would you buy this at and then work things backwards? Or did you already get a price that you thought was pretty reasonable and, and then put it in front of your friend from church? So I was following you, your videos, how to, to do the evaluation. Of course, when you're new, you still like, I don't know still, right? So that's why I talked to some people in the business. Uh, I received one of the coaches here in San Antonio also. I mentioned it to him and he was not interested. That's why I started spreading the voice to some other people. When I talked to my friend from church, he liked it and he made me an offer. So I just saw that it was a gap in there to make money. So I just went to it. Yeah. Did you did you give him a price that you wanted, or did you just say, "Hey, listen, here's the address. Tell me what price you'll you'll pay." No, I gave him a price first to see what he thought about it, and he lowballed me a little bit <laughs> because he knew. But we still make money. Uh, I mean, he's my friend. He still buy properties from me, so that it was a good good experience. I yeah, am telling you, progress, not perfection. Every single time, the people that just take the action, imperfect action all the time, end up making the most money and having the most success in this business because you don't overthink. And I'm not, and I'm going to kind of throw the engineers uh, under the bus here, but I have dealt, you know, and, and I'm sure you've had conversations yourself, Jose, with a lot of your peers that are really brilliant and they're, they can really understand the numbers behind everything and, and logic behind everything. But oftentimes that prevents people from taking a lot of action. You're the opposite. You're like, you, you got like bit by a snake and the only antidote is to do a wholesale deal. And you yeah. went out there and did it. And you first, I mean, that's, that's absolutely incredible. And I think that that's a big learning lesson here. Just a few minutes into this, into this conversation is guys just go out and take imperfect action. Watch what happens. Go out and have a conversation with an agent that's standing in, in front of a, a, a property, uh, go out and talk to the property owner, you know, after, you know, they can't sell it for whatever reason and find out what's going on with them. And then reach out to as many people that, you know, that are buying properties and see which ones will have have a good conversation with you and see who's really legit and who's going to really come to the table and close that deal. You did all of those things on your own. You did all those things just out there 
making it happen. I mean, have you always been like this, Jose? Do you have a background of just, you know, constantly going and, and achieving these goals or, or just trying new stuff and, and, and being really successful at it? I come from uh, from a lot of sports uh, experience, so I always go and try and try to be the best as possible. But uh, I realized that I needed a change when I moved to this country and I come from a country that we don't make too much money. So we start coming here and making more money, but you still don't have too much of that income in your household because you're spending it everywhere, right? And that's the mentality I have to switch. And then I start getting debt-free and all these things, right? So I start taking action and things that I learn, I just take action. And those small tips are being bringing me more closer to my goals. So that's why when I learned what was the, the next step to, to acquire rentals, one of the best options was to acquiring the properties, finding the, the leads and the deals by yourself. And then you can either keep it, sell it, flip it, whatever you want to do. But if you know how to find the deals, that opens everything for you. That was the biggest mystery to me, reading all of the different books, all the incredible real estate books that I had read as a young man. I was very excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, all I have to do is, is find these great deals and I could do some sort of creative finance or I could figure out how to make some money and then save it and buy these great properties. But the fact is nobody really told me in these books, or maybe I just wasn't ready to, to, to understand it, was that if you go out and find these discounted properties yourself, which is the exact definition of what wholesaling is. It's the art of finding discounted property. That's the foundation that you start building all these other exciting things on. That's when you start building your rental portfolio. That's when you can start lending money. That's when you can do fix and flips or developments or anything else. And those are the main ones. But I think that's just really, really important that if you're going to build a full-time business around this, and if you want to make it happen a lot faster than just saving what's left over from your income, your current income right now, and you get into this business full-time, you can really, really, really go a lot faster with finding the best deals and building the, the most equity and the most wealth. And that's the plan. That's the path, right? And that's right. what we're doing. I mean, the next step is to replace your income. You probably already could this year, but you like what you do. Yeah, exactly. About that. So yeah, that's that's my my next goal. Just acquire a few properties, make sure that uh, I'm setting my my income straight to me, having some buffer over there. But I keep focus focus finding more properties. Right. I want to have that like like you said that ATM. Holson is my ATM right now. Yep. Getting that cash uh, into my bank and decide what to do next. But yeah, my next goal is just try to be full-time soon as possible. Love it. And you are balancing because I mean, 83,000 this year is fantastic just from the, the deals that, uh, that you've done so far and we'll break down your big deal, which is really exciting. But what, what's the number then what in your mind, what is the number where you're like, okay, I feel comfortable going full-time in this. Is it like amount of money in in your savings that you have reserved is it the amount that is closing coming up is it a combination of both probably in your mind what is that stopping point of working as a scientist going full-time in real estate so mainly is the amount of deals coming on the pipeline so as soon as can be consistently month by month i will feel more comfortable to say okay i'm ready it's not too much about the amount it's, it's more about the consistency Love it. I think that that's yeah. really important. 
Yeah. Once you're consistently closing those deals and you set a minimum standard, and I think that this is important for everybody, and this is kind of like next level, higher level uh, thought, but if you look at most the way that people look at most of their finances, it's income minus expenses minus expenses equals your profit. But if you replace that with your income minus the profit that you want to make equals your expenses, it's going to keep you super focused on how much money you want to take home every month. That profit part, that's the part that you take home to the family. That's the part where you take home and you put it into assets. Don't get confused in this business. Your wholesaling business is not an asset in itself. It truly is an ATM. Like you were just saying, Jose, it's an ATM. It funds buying assets. So really, really understand that you need to build this thing as profitable as possible. And you did that by being super proactive. Because the fact is most people in our business give a lot of their profits back with marketing. They spend a lot of, lot of money on marketing and one or two bad months of marketing and all of a sudden your profits are gone. You're staying super lean. You have one cold caller and yourself and you've done 83,000 this year. Correct. Correct. And that's my, that's my goal. Try to keep the expenses as low as possible and keep the profits high. I love it. So from 2019, you started doing that's when you first discovered 2000. What does 2020, 2021 look like? Have you always had a phone prospector on your team since day one, or were you doing the calls initially? When you no, started? no, I was doing the calls myself. I did a bunch of calls 20, 2019, 2020, and 2021. It was pretty much me. So I did a lot of calls. I received a lot of no's. But I received good guesses, so and we make some profit. So now this year, at beginning this year and of last year, we start getting into the conversation. If it was a good time to hire a cold caller, just because the type of job I'm doing with the COVID thing, the times expanded, so I didn't have too much time now during the week to start calling people. Right in the prior years, I was going um, leaving work about six o'clock. And from six to eight, it was my time to call call people in the afternoons, right? That's how I got my deals. And then Saturday, all day until I got tired, right? So uh, Sundays, I take it for a break, church, family. So, but now this year that we have a little more money in the bank account, we were able to to acquire, uh, to hire a, a cold caller. And so far, we've been up and down, but we're getting to that consistency that is paying up. I love it. And... When you started just making the calls and being consistent, six o'clock to eight o'clock every night and on Saturdays, was there any time that you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Like, I, I work all week, I work all day, and then I get off and I have to make, I have to work some more. Like, what goes through your head when you're transitioning from being a scientist to putting on your real estate hat? So at the beginning, I was so hungry. I was like excited to call people. I know that I received some some bad reviews from the sellers, right? I, don't call me. Why are you calling me? All these things, right? But you take that out and it helped me a lot listening to you, listening to Max Maswell, to Tom Crow, because that mentality, uh, that's a no, it's a no closer to a yes, right? So I just throw it away, go to the next one, go to the next one until you get the yes that you need and make it happen. So my switch was like, I need a deal. I did it in a month. So that helped me a lot because I realized that it was doable in one month, right? So, but the next deal, it took more than 
probably two, three months to happen. So and then I realized I need to be consistently all the time calling. It's not going to be that easy all the time, but it happens. Yeah, the stats are one deal for every 200 conversations that you have with distressed property owners. We're talking pre-foreclosures. We're talking tax default. We're talking vacant. We're talking uh, just rundown properties that we find from driving for dollars. We're talking about uh, judgments. We're talking about all the different things that would cause distress. And we know that 6 to 10% of the market is in distress at all times, depending on your area. And if you look at that, it's like, okay, one out of 200. Jose, that means 99.5% of people are going to reject you and not do business with you. But I am telling you that half percent can change your life. And it has, right? It has so far. and I'm super excited about it. I know the future is going to be way better. Awesome. Let's break down this triplex that you closed. I think it's really interesting because this is a big deal. You know I love massive deals. So let's break this down. How did you find it and walk us through the deal? So yeah, for a while I've been excited talking about I need to find my 5K and my 50K uh, deal, right? That brain has been talking for some time that when you get that deal, it breaks your mind, right? Like opens the world for you. Yep. So I was like, man, I've been doing deals 10K, 11, 15K, but... Sorry, 15K, but now at 50K, that's, it seems too high, right? Until you continue, you continue, you continue, have conversations. I talk to everybody I know about what I'm doing because you say that you got to be loud about it, right? That's right. So that's how I've been doing. I've been really loud at church. I'm being loud at work. I'm being loud with everybody I have a chance to or the opportunity to talk. So this deal came from a friend. Um, and my friend just said to me, hey, uh, uh, my mom inherited this property and she's uh, thinking to, to sell. Do you want to take a look at it and see something that will interest you? I was like, yeah, I know. Let's, let's check it out. So we check it out. I say, look, I have two ways to do it. If you want to partner with me, you can put it under contract and we go 50-50. And I can teach you how to do it and give you the contract and everything. But if you don't want to be involved, I put in the contract, I give you a finder's fee, okay? Most of the time, finder's fee are like $1,000. I ended up giving him seven k as a finder's fee. So he was super excited, right? So we comped the property. It's a triplex. Two of the units were uh, vacant. And w- one of the units, a family member was living there. They inherited this property, so they want to sell so everybody can have move right move from the from the deal and have their money so we ended up putting the contract for 105 it's a triplex a multifamily 105 you needed some repair basic repairs to keep it as a rental so what i did when we put it uh on the deal we look at a 105 i start marketing it so i received a lot of uh interest for this property so we we did the inspection about seven to eight, seven to eight people came. I received few offers, but the higher and best offer was from a person that was working with a realtor. So they had a lender and it was not going to be a cash option, right? Sure. So as you know, we are problem solvers. So now I was had, I started looking at it, my options. Okay. So my best offer is going to be uh, with the realtor and they're going to use a lender, traditional lender. So they're not going to allow to have 
a wholesale fee in it, assignment fee. Yeah. So I started looking for transactional funding and I had a few options. But then I mentioned it to a fellow investor of mine that we have some deals. Uh, I sold a property to, to that person last year. And I mentioned it to him. He told me, I will lend the money to you. Uh, we can have a, a good deal for it. Uh, what ended up happening is he talked to his father-in-law. And his father-in-law was interested in lending the money. So we decided to go with their father-in-law. And they, they charged me three points for a total of, of six months of lending. And that happened to be a great option because I closed on the property and then we couldn't close until two to three weeks later because the lender was asking for more inspection and for more data in order to close up. So we, we closed two, three weeks later and we ended up netting the, about 64K. Actually, I got paid to buy this property. And I didn't mention this to you earlier, but the lender uh, pay all the closing costs. Your My friend, lender, your private yeah, private lender pay all the closing costs and and all the taxes and everything. So he ended up lending me one hundred eight, and so that's about twenty three hundred in difference. So I got paid twenty three hundred to buy this property day one, and then I sold it. So netting and I ended up netting sixty four k. Oh my gosh! Hold on a second. Here we go. Awesome. <laughs> that was oh, great. I love, I love, I love massive deals. I will tell you what, and, and we define that as any deal, any deal over $50,000, because I have never met anybody that made $50,000 that didn't, it didn't just completely break their brain and change yeah. the, the way that they think about doing bigger deals. And it's the first stepping stone. And then you get bigger and bigger and bigger. But yeah. um, so you, you mentioned a couple of things and I just want to clarify. You said three points. That's 3% that they charge you. So just over $3,000, right? To get right. And that's, yeah. that, that's the only thing they charge you or did they charge that's, you an interest rate on top of it? No, that's it. That was it. Just a, That just was crazy, right? So you yeah. had 0% interest three points and they covered your closing costs and a little bit, it went over what the total cost was over. to buy this thing. So you made right. an extra 2000. So, and then you made $64,000 on this deal. Absolutely incredible. How long did you own the property? For about two, three weeks, two, three weeks. And yeah. what was the next closest offer that you would, that, that you received that was cash. If you would have just taken a cash offer as opposed to, um, this offer from the the buyer that was represented by the realtor. What was the next closest that uh, they would pay you? It was like I even don't remember. Probably like twenty k less or something. Right. Like so, significant lower. So you traded three thousand to make an extra twenty thousand. So you netted seventeen thousand dollars more in three weeks because you are brilliant. Because you're you're a problem solver. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's what we learned to do, right? We learned to solve these problems by being around people that have already solved these problems before. We learn how to pro solve these problems by actually sitting down and thinking about, okay, what can I do here? What are my options? Who can I talk to? Who can I connect with? 
that uh, can help me walk through this or, or lend me the money. And you went and you, you solved that and you made $64,000, which is just absolutely bananas. And that was, and listen, that was, that was coming off of deals that you were making 7K, 5K, 15K. And then you went, oh, you went absolutely bananas with 64. Yeah. So how did it feel? Oh, great. I was pumped. Uh, I'm still pumped. <laughs> it didn't happen too long ago. So, yeah, I'm super excited. This opens so much opportunities for me now. I can keep some properties. That's my next goal. So, super excited. I love it. Yeah. Talk to me about that. What are, what are you thinking when it comes to actually building a real estate portfolio? Because we talk a lot about finding the deals. We talk a lot about making good amount of income. Talk to me about what to do when you get that income. Where are you going to put it? So I still just keep the marketing for my wholesale business because that's what's going to come bring more opportunities. But uh, now I'm going to try to cherry pick some of those deals and keep it. Uh, So right now I have two duplex under contract. My option right now is to keep one. So I'm going to keep one and probably sell the other one. If something happens, I may keep both because I have the opportunity to keep both as a seller finance options that I have. Love it. Love it. And that's going to start rolling up and hopefully acquire more properties during the year and next year. Listen, when you're being proactive and you're out there sourcing the deals yourself, guess what? They're not all going to be cash. There's going to be some good creative deals out there. There's going to be some deals that you get into with nothing down, no money out of pocket, 0% interest. You know, these incredible deals are, are popping up more and more right now as the economy squeezes a bit. And yeah, I think everybody should be out there just talking to as many property owners as possible to find these opportunities. And it is inevitable you will trip over them, let alone find amazing ones. They will land in your lap. I mean, it's just numbers. So um, I love what you're doing, Jose. I love that. You know, you're keeping you're keeping the the goal of going into this full time fresh in your mind. You're almost there and it's going to be exciting when you do so. So how can people get a hold of you? How can they reach you? How can they? connect with you in San Antonio, or they just want to say congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. It could be by email, j.gloria.foi at gmail.com. Or it could be on Facebook. My name on Facebook is Jose J. Gloria. And also on Instagram, josegloria.foi. We will put all that in the show notes. Jose, give advice to anybody that this is their first time hearing it, or this might be their... 500th time hearing this podcast, but they haven't taken action yet. What advice would you give them? Keep consistently looking for deals, do the work. The work has been proven to to work for many people. So talk to people, you're going to get something soon. Thank you so much, Jose. What a great, great podcast. Thank you for being on here. And uh, I'm excited to watch you grow the rest of the business and go into this business full time. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Everybody out there, listen, if you are ready to join the Rhino Tribe, the most proactive group in real estate investing, I want you to go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. It's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. You're going to check it out. Scroll down. Find out about all the amazing people in the community. Find out what the program is about. Find out what the coaching is about. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call, and I will look forward to working with you personally and introducing you to the community. That's it for us. I encourage everybody to go out there and talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. Bye. 
That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.